When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 where we're 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 reboot reboot where talk Donna. is fun. It's time to that talk music, me, Donna. with Donna Valentine <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. It just had a little malfunction. Well, that's, I need to know when I'm, they gave me, when I signed on to do this show with you, they gave me this purple distress button that if I see it happen, what they think will happen at some point for you, um, to hit it. And I don't, that's the closest I've ever come to hitting it. You have to warn me if you're going to do a joke like that. Okay. I didn't know I was going to. I was just covering up for a mistake. Thank you. Hmm. Now this. Hmm. Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar who's 26 years old, is going to play him in the upcoming biopic, Michael. Now, Jafar is the son of Jermaine, Michael's brother, and the movie starts shooting this year. Hmm. Kind of interesting. That is kind of interesting. He's a singer. He's uh, He released a single called Got Me Singing in 2019. Now, his grandma, Michael's mother, says, Jafar embodies my son. It's so wonderful to see him carry on the Jackson legacy of entertainers and performers. Um, Since this is going to be like a Whitney Houston type of thing with that film, you know, completely endorsed by the family. They're probably the executive producers. So we're going to get a nice little package of his career and probably nothing else. Um. I don't know if they'll handle the allegations against him or his drug use or how his appearance mysteriously changed over time. That was all natural. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I remember it. Michael say with the interview with... um, Oprah? Oh, gosh. No, not Oprah. Uh, Martin Bashir. Oh, sure. You know, that like he hadn't gotten... He's like, I just got a nose job. That's it. Because remember his nose collapsed? Or was that... Are you thinking of Artie Lang? I think Michael's did too, which is why it kept did. getting smaller and smaller, and his nostrils were becoming more and more. Don't do cocaine, visible. kids. Um, not for Michael, but for Artie Lang. He snorted a lot of cocaine. Yeah, that was that's. And his nose just imploded. Yeah, it's not good for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Okay, I got more. I got more. I've got uh, music news, guys. Well, wait. What's let, hang on with this movie though for one second? That's going to be a real. They're gonna. 
can't you foresee how this all goes? I mean, like the lead up to the movie is going to be met with all sorts of someone's going to time a book to come out right against it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it is really going to it's tough to make a Michael biopic. And acclaimed director Anton Fuqua yes. is doing it. Yes. He, the man behind most recently, uh, Will Smith's Emancipation. Yes. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I mean, it'll be good, but I think if you are, let's just take all the other stuff out of it. If you are a huge fan of the music, mm-hmm. I think they did a nice job with the Whitney Houston picture that. No, it didn't get too deep into some of the stuff, but it dabbled enough, and it was music-heavy. I mean, that whole film, like, you feel like dancing through the whole film. I I get what you're saying. We're not going to get what we want, is what I'm saying. If if you're in it for the music, and you want to see, you know, some of the stuff in the studio, and the concerts, and that whole thing, the choreography... It's just different with Whitney. You're if you're covering up or not focusing on things that she's done to herself, addiction that she's had, etc. That feels a little bit different than some of the allegations uh, that had always been there, but had certainly come up with louder volume posthumously for yes. Michael Jackson with children. It's a different. It's tougher to sweep that under the rug. I'm just curious what Anton Fuqua's approach will be here. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm. And I bet he's going to be the person doing the interviews. You know what I mean? More so than the kid playing sure. Michael. I think More you're going to so see than a Jafar, lot of yeah. yes. Yeah. To have some kind of control over it. Yeah, I don't know when it comes out. Probably not even till next year, but they're filming starting this year. Uh Lisa Marie Presley, I have an update a little bit on her cause of death. It hasn't been announced yet, but toxicology tests are pending. And TMZ talked to family sources who claim that she was taking opioids again uh, when she died. She'd struggled with addiction on and off over the years. And she was also reportedly on an extreme weight loss regimen because she wanted to look good for all the promotions surrounding Elvis, the movie. Um, at all this ceremony, she had reportedly lost 40 to 50 pounds uh, in a six-week period. That's not good for your what? heart. You know, that's, that's yes. In a six-week period? Yeah, so you're looking at wow. almost 10 pounds a week. I caramba. Yeah. Yeah, and they say that um, on the morning she died, some sources are saying that she was suffering from abdominal pain. Hmm. Interesting. That's just, you know, that's just kind of hanging out there right now. That's nothing official. Those are just sources. And on a lighter note, Elton John has the highest grossing tour of all time. This is insane. His farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour is uh, has grossed, wait for it, $817.9 million across 278 shows so far. So far! He's got, yeah, it goes on until July. Damn! That's insane. Ed Sheeran's number two, The Divide Tour, 776.4 mil, followed by U2's. 
360 tour with $736.4 million. That is a lot of money. The richness of just those three acts that we've mentioned, of Bono, Ed Sheeran, Elton John, the richness there is unfathomable. We don't understand how bloody rich so many celebrities are. And then, you know, you take these musicians who are selling their catalogs on top of it and still continue, like Bieber. Yeah. He's got so much growth yet. In his career. He's in his 20s, and he already sold his uh, catalog up to this point for $200 million and can continue to write new music, tour with new music. Yep. I wonder if he'll sell his catalog two or three times in total in his career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the athlete approach. You get a deal, you increase your rate, and then you go and sign another deal worth even more, but you don't sign too long-term because you know your value is going to go up even more four years later. Correct. Then you sign another big, big one. Yep. Uh, and Sports just, talk. Yay. Uh, finally, Adam Levine and Bahati Prinslow have, or Prinslow, excuse me, have welcomed their third child. Uh, of course, this comes four months after his sex scandal. Uh, I don't know what they had. Let's see. Um, they're not saying. We don't okay, know. Though. Okay, though. But, you know, healthy baby. That's always good news. That's great. Congratulations so, to them. We hope they name it Durop. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we got a few little things to get to. But something that we didn't get to earlier, which I'd like to touch on, are you lazy? We have got the chair for you. The chair that you can wear. (laughs) We'll tell you about that and get into a couple other things if we've got time. That next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. You are listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Uh, Mike the Mensch, a.k.a. Mega Mike. Menchie. Uh, A.k.a. Kojak. A.k.a. Plinko. Plinko. I'm thinking Quizno. Remember the old commercials uh, with those like toothy rodents? We could no subs, subs are a dollar. Uh, we got a pepper bar. Do you remember this, Donna? Nope. Mike, can you please bring up yes. uh, on YouTube the Quizno rodents? I somebody, somebody posted a meme, a freeze frame of these old Quiznos commercials, and they said, Show this to a Gen Zer and try to convince them that this is not a filter, not edited. This was a commercial that actually ran on primetime television, no less, for quite some time. It was such an enjoyable commercial. I can to watch. play it, but you also need to see it. So I'm going to go ahead and post this. So it's oh, wonderful. Uh, posted. Oh, you can great. see that now. But Thank here you. is the actual audio. We love these hogs. <laughs> so are a does not even ring a bell. Really? No, I hate that guy. Um, this, He's not a guy. Have you seen it? Did you watch it? It's a rodent. Okay. No, I didn't watch it, nor you do I intend so to. You are so close-minded. And what's the, wrong? And for everybody listening, this is all it takes to get Steve off course, is just to mention the word Quizno. Listen, we are an extemporaneous show. This is how the human mind works. We're not all some professor, pencil-pushing dweebs who have to follow the syllabus. They enjoy the unpredictability of life. I tried to show you a rodent 
with what appear to be oversized ears and human teeth singing about a sandwich fast casual dining establishment. Sue me bleeping Susie. Sorry, I blew up. Mm. Moving on. Are you lazy? Do you like to lounge? Maybe that's the better way to say it. That's good. There are now chairs you can wear. This perhaps the next trend in laziness. Wearable beanbag chairs. Oh, my God. (laughs) A company in, well, the country that creates all sorts of fun, interesting, wacky things you would not think of otherwise. Japan. Japan. They created these wearable beanbag chairs. They go on over your head, but the beanbag hang around you, kind of like a fat suit. And the idea is that whenever you're tired, wherever you're tired, you can just plop down and you're all good. Or you could buy a beanbag chair. But what if you were on the subway and you were like, oh, <laughs> I am so tired right now. Boom, you sit down. Um, some people are describing it that the suit, the, the, the wearable beanbag chair kind of makes you look like you have the body of a grimace. They go on uh, over your head like a sweater would. And then uh, they come in four different colors, moss green, natural beige, mocha, and charcoal gray, three different sizes. Oh, those are all my colors. <laughs> <laughs> the child size is about 60 bucks. The medium, 80 bucks. The large is about 120 bucks. Uh, that large does weigh 11 pounds. For now, they're mostly only being sold in Japan. But this feels like the kind of thing that could become a uh, popular Christmas gift. You know, listen... You look like an, like an egg. There's 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 video of people in these beanbag wearable beanbag chairs. Um, it does look like you're in an egg. Hmm. I will say what they don't show a lot of in the video, and by a lot of I mean any, is really like people sitting in a normal situation. I don't even know if you can sit down in these things. <laughs> Maybe it's just meant to like lean against the wall. Or, hey, check out that post. It'd be more comfortable if I was in a giant human hacky sack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. Yeah. It's very Grimace-like, right? Yeah. There again, there's a guy you don't see anymore. I mean, you want to talk about fat shaming. Grimace curiously disappears from McDonald's promotional materials. I ask why. <laughs> Probably because he was kind of negative. No, he was. I don't think Grimace was negative. You're saying name, that because he's purple. No, the name purple is one of my absolute favorite colors, if not the favorite color. Oh. I just think the word Grimace. Yeah, I guess you Grimace in pain. Yeah. What about the hamburger? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They have no love for second chances, reformed criminals, someone who's trying to do right. Now, I think he was so actively stealing hamburgers, but still, a little grace wouldn't hurt nowadays. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who else was there? Didn't they have a little chicken McNugget with legs? What the hell happened to him? 
Donna, this all came during a time in which you were essentially blacked out from like pop culture. The nineties, the nineties are a tough spot for you, are they not? Not really, music wise, yes. Okay. Uh, no, but you know what? I, I liked a lot of like that swing type of music, like the, zoot zoot riot. Yes, the uh, the cherry picking cherry cherries. Those guys were great. Mm. Eagle eyed cherry, cherry pop and daddies. Oh my word! Remember that? Like I liked all the music during that time, but how did that name fly? I oh oh my oh. gosh! They were really good. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're not getting my support. Name wise, the name Donna. They're a ska band. I don't care. Do you hear what just came out of your mouth? And they what they was just maybe coming they up like next to- on ninety four point three. Her face, when she, her face when she realized was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have to think of it like they like to pop cherries in their mouth. You know, my, this, gra- my grandma had a cherry tree. We used to pop cherries. When you search on Google what happened to Grimace, I am not kidding you. <laughs> pictures of Grimace. Thing? Listen to this. Pictures of Grimace from McDonald's come up, and then it just says in big print, disappeared. This could be your next Dateline episode, Donna. Following an appearance at Dodger Stadium on July 18, 2012, versus the Philadelphia Phillies, dancing to Ram Jam's 1977 classic, Black Betty, Grimace seemingly disappeared. For a number of years, Grimace, kind of like Richard Simmons, vanished from public life, appearing only in Malaysian Happy Meal toys. Balls in your court, McDonald's. That's what I would say about this. You need to address this. <sighs> the show just officially got weird. Ten twenty four, Mark. Nugget guy. I think just you need Mc- to be medicated. Just the McNugget buddies is what they're called. The McNugget buddies. That's yeah. what I'm thinking um, of. Mm-hmm. Um. You also had the Fry Kids, of course. Of course. The Happy Meal Gang. Yeah, so the Happy Meal Gang, did that have all of them together? Like, were the, oh, yeah, oh, there's some old pictures of all the old, the fun that they used to have there. Little burgers, look at that, that hamburger, that kid could, at best, he goes to juvie. There's no way he's (laughs) not a minor. I mean, we need to be gracious toward him. Oh, and look, I'm looking at a picture of Grimace from McDonald's wearing a yellow ball cap. Having a nice time. And I tell you what, the natural disposition that they had on his face, on his puppet costume, was a smile. Who's that girl beside him, Mike? I'm not seeing the picture. There's a girl. (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking at a picture. There's a girl with pigtails. Oh, Birdie. You're talking about Birdie? Yeah. Birdie? Yeah, Birdie. Was she the McNugget mother? She was just a friend, I guess. Oh, she is a chicken. Yeah, that makes sense. It could be. And I'm Donna Valentine. (laughs) We'll play a game next. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 651-641-1071. You can call now. Bet on me or Donna. Better than the right person. What a prize that text. Hey, Steve, I think this is your song for tomorrow for the My Talk Talk Talkie Awards. So, you're going to need to defend this, okay? I think I got the uh, songs on Thursday. Oh, you have yes. the songs. I got the okay. songs on Thursday, so. Okay, that's our song of the year. I'm right already there. preparing. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Oh, good. Look at that. Mike is preparing.
That's great. Good. Yeah, Mike, fight the good fight for See, us. See, this is interesting for me. I, I'm kind of like a, a, a owner going into the Kentucky Derby. I have a couple horses in the race. Yes. <laughs> you kind of wait to see how you know trials have been going. And let's just say it's going a lot better for you guys than Bradley and Don. So I might have to you know ride this horse a little bit. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is oh, the yeah. one that you have to... <laughs> We'll see how it tomorrow the baton? goes. No, yeah. or whatever it's it is a, to get him to go faster. It's a whip, but I'm not. I'm not We're the jockey. Not I'm the owner. I don't whip horses. Yeah, That's man. Just we just like the I'm Bob Baffert. I just yes. drug them up. Yeah, yeah, oh that's right. Double B. <laughs> Let's play a game. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out how smart you are. I'm laughing because of Steve's reaction every time he hears Mighty Mike. Yeah, I'm sick of it now. Yeah, I, I loved it. it. Used yeah. to love it. Uh, today is uh, National Backwards Day today, which oh, means no. we are going to play a game in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And the theme for that game is going to be palindromes oh no the na- answer for all of these are palindromes you can spell it the um, same way forward or backwards okay, okay like the okay like the, hannah like exactly. zero res you probably don't want to say too many of those answers because they oh, might be in good. the thing okay, okay. Yes. yep yep those those are safe ones yes hannah Pop. would be a perfect example Sorry. race car a great example by the way that's yes. a good one a yeah. man a plan a canal panama that mm. is a palindrome huh yeah a man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Panama. That is the same way forward as backwards. Spell it backwards. It's the same thing. Oh, the sentence. Yes. The sentence, oh, the that's phrase. Mm-hmm. wow. Somebody did a little research. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I always loved that palindrome. We did just have zero res come out to our house a couple weeks oh, ago. Nice. I'm yeah, just saying, what do you want from me? All right, and we've got Connie who's going to play along. Too bad it wasn't a Hannah. That would have worked out better. But, Connie, we'll, we'll have you hop on and join us. How's it going, Connie? Hi. Oh, hey, Hi, Connie. Connie. You sound like you are a woman who has taken the horns of life and put them in your hands and said, I am the captain now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, d- I don't know who's going to do better in this category. I can't even, like, argue for myself or beg you not to pick me. The wild card category. Yeah. Connie, who are you going to go with? Uh, I'll go with Steve. That's All my right. girl. I, Connie, I'm just going to turn my, my volume girl. down. Sounds by. good. Yep. She's going to go with Steve. So, Whew. Steve, you are going to get things started. As Donna leaves, we put Connie on hold. And, uh, again, we're playing today for a, uh, a two screen passes, two screening passes for somebody I used to know showing Thursday, February 9th at the main cinema. So we've got that as the prize for today. Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, we'll get things started with this one again. Palindrome is the theme today. This Swedish pop group had four top ten hits in the U.S., including Waterloo, Take a Chance on Me, and The Winner Takes All. Pass for now. This nautical distress signal shares a name with songs SOS. from... S.O.S. This character's... Excuse me. This last... Uh, this actor's last name fits the category. He has been in some of the biggest franchises ever, including Born Legacy, the MCU, Mission Impossible series. His most award-winning performance came in American Hustle, but he's been in the news more recently for more unfortunate reasons. Oh, crap. Go back to the first one. Yes. Swedish pop group. Top ten hits. Four of them. Waterloo, Take a Chance on Me, and Winner oh, Takes Ava, All. Oh, of course. And the final one, actor who's been in the MCU, Born Legacy. 
Hmm. We're going to need to bring Patricia yeah. in for that one. We'll bring Connie back on here for this Connie. one. Connie, he feels confident on the first two, so I'm going to read that third one to you. This actor's last name fits the category. He has been in some of the biggest franchises ever, including The Bourne Legacy, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the Mission Impossible series. His most award-winning performance came in American Hustle, but he's been in the news most recently for a more unfortunate reason. I don't idea. know. Okay. And I, I had a bad connection, and I didn't hear the answer to the first one, but oh. it's aha if you didn't say that. Actually, it's ABBA. It's ABBA. Well, no, oh. sorry. That's the, sorry. I should take that back. That's the answer that Steve gave. Um, you guys want to discuss that one out? Yeah. AHA now technically the, would qualify, yeah. I think that it's ABBA. I think she, you're referring to the other one with a that is a dis, Yeah, I think that one is ABBA, and the other one is SOS. That's a song that's for title. Sure, SOS. Yeah. The third okay. one, I have no clue. Yeah, that ABBA is the second one. The third one, I don't know, but I don't think Donna's going to know it either. Um, yeah, I say crap. I can't think of any for that third one. And I really think we're going to have a hit myself moment when Who's I realize. The guy what that drove is. over himself with uh, his snow pushing machine. Oh, Jer- that's Jeremy Renner, and you're exactly right. Renner is a palindrome. Hey, Connie, do yourself a favor. And high-five yourself, sister, because you just won yourself a t-shirt. No, movie wow. passes, maybe. Movie passes. Well, well, All right, hang on. We've got to see Donna does. Wow, great We're going to put you on hold. Wow. All right, Donna, we can uh, bring her back on. Woo. Donna, how's it going? Hey, what's that? Hey, Donna. Hey, guys. Steve feels like he, he looks like a man who just stole something. That's what he looks like. <laughs> wow. I mean, Connie really came through. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Connie at least got me a tie. Okay. But she may have gotten me the win. You're going to have to go three for three, but I think you can. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. We'll start it off with this one. This Swedish pop group had four top ten hits in the U.S., including Waterloo, Take a Chance on Me, and The Winner Takes All. Abba. This nautical distress signal shares its name with songs from the Jonas Brothers, Motley Crue, SZA, and most popularly, Rihanna. SOS. This actor's last name fits the category. He's been in some of the biggest franchises ever, including the Bourne Legacy, the MCU, Mission Impossible series. His most award-winning performance came in American Hustle, but he's been in the news most recently for a more unfortunate reason. Oh, uh, this is um, what's his face? He played. He was Batman, right? Um, what's his name? Christian Bale. Bale? No, that doesn't work. Um, uh, oh boy. All right, we'll run through the answers here. The first one, Swedish pop group. You both nailed it, of course. That's ABBA. Well done. Yes. Uh, Second one, nautical distress signal. You are both correct again. S-O-S. Yeah. Send it on. S-O-S. Yes, yes. And then finally, this is where uh, Steve felt like he stole something. This actor's last name fits the category. He's been in some of the biggest franchises ever, including the Bourne Legacy, the MCU, Mission Impossible series. His most award-winning performance came in American Hustle, but he's been in the news most recently for a more unfortunate reason. Who else was in American Hustle? It got you a point Uh, yesterday. Matt Damon. Um, Oh, uh, this is it. A dude, right? It's a dude. It's a dude. American Hustle, uh, Jonah Hill. This dude recently had a, an unfortunate accident. Oh, okay. Let me think of two. Um, there's the guy with the snow thing. Yeah. What's what's his last name? It's a palindrome. Yeah, mm-hmm. his name is Jeremy Renner. Yes, Renner. it is. Now, Steve mm. did not get that one correct, but Connie did. Boo! Yeah, eat it, Donna. Oh, man. Hey, Connie, Connie, tell Donna to eat it. 
eat it, Donna. Fine. Man. Oh, I'm so bummed. I couldn't remember. Connie, you are going to the movies. Hold on tight, Connie. I'll get your info. Okay. The funny thing is she ruined the tiebreaker. It was going to be aha. So I'm glad we didn't get to it. That would have been good because Steve wouldn't have gotten that. He answered ABBA and then she's like, no, I think that first one's aha. And I was Uh, like, ooh. You're like, oh, damn it. Exactly. That's fun. fun. Really fun, Mike. Thank you. Do you have a tip, Steve? I do have a tip. All right, let's make it official. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tips Everybody on the show getting tips Everybody on the show is getting tips Clap, hey. clap, 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 friends. Clap. Um, last week I told you about that stock experiment that we were doing with our kids where I gave each of the kids 10 bucks and I said, pick a stock. They did their research. I invested $10 in those stocks and we're going to watch them for the next 60 days and they'll learn a little bit about the stock market. Yesterday we were talking about earnings calls that companies have to do quarterly and all this and stocks going up, stocks going down. I had somebody who reached out, a listener, who said, oh, have you heard of Greenlight? That's what we use. Greenlight. Light. Donna. Greenlight, um, which is a debit card for kids, and they say so much more. So then I started checking it out, and I thought if I didn't know about it, I bet some of you didn't know about it. So I wanted to tell you, especially if you have tweens, teens who are maybe working their first job now or doing babysitting and getting money for that, whatever it might be. Um it's kind of cool because what you can do is you get these cards. You can even get it with their picture on it, which is, you know, kind of cool. But the idea is that you really give them a view of what's happening with their money. And so a few things that you can do um, is you can, if you want, you can incentivize kids' savings. So if a parent said, oh, hey, Billy, if uh, by the end of this month, if you've earned 10 bucks a week, let's say, in chores... If you have uh, at least 35 of those dollars still saved, I will give you what's called parent paid interest. I'll give you 10% interest, you know, whatever number you wanted to make up there. I'll give you an extra $3.50, whatever you want to do. And then you can add everything electronically right between your accounts. Um, You can also, there's some like, fun games that teach money skills and little bite-sized challenges. There are auto categories set up for them to give, save, and spend. So you teach them the power of money that's there to spend, money that's there to save for something in the future, and then money set aside to give as well. So you instill those sort of money behaviors. Um, and then they have different, you can even do some investing there if you want, You where kids can research stocks and ETFs and start learning about building long-term wealth. And then in addition to this, which I think a lot of parents would probably dig, even if they're not into the personal finance education, let's say Judy is out with her friends at the mall. And <laughs> Judy realizes, oh my gosh, um, their parents are letting us stay longer before they pick us up. So now we have time to go out and have dinner. But Judy only had a certain amount of money in her account, but now she's going to be out for dinner. You as a parent can send over money, boom, instantaneously to their debit card and it will auto-populate, not like a business day or anything like that. It'll, just, it'll be there immediately. Also, which is kind of cool, if as a parent you're just trying to say, okay, after school three days a week, they go, let's do say by the bell talk. They go to the max and eat with their friends, and then I pick them up from there. You can set aside money in their account that only the parent can control 
that is only available to be used at the Max or at Chipotle or okay, at this Target. this is cool. This is very cool. And then that way, if they went to swipe that card that had $50 in the Chipotle account, let's say, from the parents for meals that month, but they went to try to spend that at Forever 21 on a six-pack of scrunchies, the card would show as declined at Forever 21 because the funds aren't available for that store, but they would show as accepted and available at Chipotle. It's just kind of cool. It's called greenlight.com is the name of the website. Um, I mentioned it, and Lou was immediately like, yes, this would be great with how we give out money for chores and them earning money that way. And then our kids have had like little banks with dollar bills in them, and there have been a couple of situations where they have lost some of those dollars, or Mm. in one case, the entire little purse that the seven-year-old lost, couldn't find it around the house. If it's electronic on the card, even if they lose a card, they'd have to pay to get a new card, and that's got to come out of their pocket. But it's sort of a teaching money in the new environment in which we live, which is predominantly not cash-driven. Do uh, do you want to say thank you to our listener? Um, I forget who it was. And frankly, it actually might have been on my Instagram, but, you know, we're all, it's a global community. Yeah. Thank you. You know who you you are. Yes, Queen. Um, Hey, let's go to Canada when we come back. Oh, boy. Alberta, Canada got rid of these entirely back in the year 1970. Huh. What did they get rid of? And should other countries, cities, states try to do the same thing? We'll get into that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve just gave out a really great tip for parents. Uh, it was a debit card called Greenlight, right? Yes. Yeah, greenlight.com. Mm-hmm. Well, now Sonia has sent an email and said, you know, Greenlight charges a fee. And I'm not going to pay that service every month. So instead, I got my daughter a Cap One debit card, and I can do a lot of the same stuff as Greenlight, but without the fees. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a $5 fee, which gets you up to five cards that you can have on that account. Oh, that's account. pretty good. So for us, that'll be about a buck fifty per card. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I appreciate it. Some people are fee monsters. They hate a fee, and they want to avoid it at all, uh, by any means necessary. Yeah. Sure. So. Okay. Whatever's clever. All I'm trying to do is help people, Donna. If you want to sue me or fire me as a result of that, put me down for a like I care. Okay. All right. Now I'll tell you about Alberta, Canada. Can I get... I would like to file this under things that make you go, huh? Oh, would you really? And I would like you to push the button because though I have asked for access to these buttons, they have outright refused. Things that make you go, huh? The entire province of Alberta, Canada, got rid of these 70 years ago. <sighs> Haven't been able to find these in Alberta, Canada in 70 years. Canadians. <laughs> I love it! Right. Um, let's see Alberta, here. Canada, home of Brett the Hitman Hart and the Hart Foundation. Besser was, besser is, besser ever will be. Come on. <laughs> the excellence God. of execution. Get a room. We should get together and watch some wrestling, Mike. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to say, Mike, do you have a guess? Let's work on $50 this. Fifty dollar bills. Oh, that's good. Oh wait, that'd be Canadian though, so I don't know if they even have fifty dollar oh. bills. So that's oh. one thing I think we can just get rid of. But <laughs> how about this? Shall I give you a hint? Mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, mosquitoes. <laughs> Boy, yeah. What would we would pay for that? Right. Um, Maybe New York would hear this and say, oh, really? They got rid of, they eradicated rats. 
The entire province of Alberta, Canada, has been rat-free for 70 years. The government there decided to get rid of rats around World War II. And they still have a pest control crew on the border to prevent any from coming in. Interesting. Wow. 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 That's not bad, Mike. Wow. Wow. That was bad. No, yours are bad. Say you got a bad dog, Donna. Or you're not a bad dog. You're not a bad dog. Yeah, that's where it gets a little little wonky there. The first American sitcom shown in China, if you believe in China, was what? I do believe in China, by the way. Can you give me a year? No. I'll give you a time frame. Mid-80s to early 90s. Friends. Nope. Boy, you're off on your timeline. Time. Uh, Friends came out in 1994. Oh, my bad. That's right. Uh, Laverne and Shirley. That's topical today. R.I.P. No. Cindy Williams. Um, there was a character named Boner in it. Oh, that's that's your generation. That guy. Uh, that's the they ring the bell thing. Saved by the bell. Okay, Growing Pains was the answer, and I just had to oh. old yeller that thing and put it out of its misery. Growing Pains. Ring the thing. Screech. Screech was in Saved by the Bell. Oh, who was the one? Oh, Urkel. He was someone else, too. Okay. Yeah, Urkel. All right. And then Boner was in Growing Pains. I don't like that. I don't either. But we should call Mike that. No, no. <laughs> at least just for today. I mean, it's, it seems like they change every day at this point. So, uh, Most microwaves sold in the United States are made by a single Chinese company. The company is called Medea, not Medea. Hello, not Medea, M-I-D-E-A. They provide microwaves for Toshiba, Comfy, Black & Decker, GE, Whirlpool, Breville, Insignia and more. LG and Samsung, Donna, they make their own microwaves, as mm. does Panasonic. Thank you. But Panasonic does have budget models made by Medea as well, and it's been that way for a long time. Huh. Hmm. How about that? Huh. Powerhouse Medea wow. behind all those companies. And you're like, wait, should we get the Toshiba or the Comfy? And Medea's like, what you're getting is a Medea. You're. <laughs> M&Ms are named after their two founders. We talked about this recently. We were wondering. Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. But they wound up hating each other. And Mars bought out Murray's share after eight years. I'm going to guess that Murray did not, in hindsight, get a fair shake on that deal. You buy out your fellow M&Ms partner after eight years. Fast forward 30, 40 years. Not a good deal. Interesting that he kept the name, though, and didn't just make it all Mars Company. Because mm. there it's, is a Mars it, Company. I'm assuming it's the same guy? It is. So he did. That is still just Mars. So, I, so maybe the company was called Mars and Murray, M&M, and then he just kept the candy as M&M's? I don't I know. Because hmm. Mars, yeah. that's You can't imagine somebody saying, like, can you pass me an M? Are those peanut M's? <laughs> When you eat a peanut M&M, do you eat it sort of like a squirrel or a rodent? A little bit. Yeah, I like to 
pick the shell off first. Yeah, and then get the bear peanut and eat the peanut. It's like a bonus snack, right? You got it. Same thing, friends, and not a lot of people know this, but you can core out a carrot the same way. So the next time you eat a carrot, a full-size carrot, try this. Eat around it, almost like you would eat a corn on the cob. Eat around it, and inside... Oh, I've done that, yeah. You will reveal a stem, Mm -hmm. an inner core to the carrot, which, when enjoyed separately has its own distinct taste. And I found it really delightful for years, at least a decade of my life. I would always eat carrots that way. And I always thought it was the carrot inside the carrot. You ever done it, Mike? Never knew. Never knew that was a oh. thing. I'm not a big carrot guy, but hey, now I, now I got Come a reason on, you're wearing to... orange. I know. It's my favorite color. I just don't like carrots. Either. Oh, bro, you'd love carrots. Yeah. Try it. Try if I bring like in that, a carrot I mean... for you, would you eat it around? Yes. Yes, I would. Mike's you in the call phase. Me bugs during that time too. <laughs> I like oh, Bugsy. I like that. What Bugsy's about Bugsy? Good. I'm putting it on the list. <laughs> Bugsy's good. Planko's good. Uh, Schlotsky. I have to look up a word to see if it's okay or if I'll get canceled. Hang on one second. All right. But I think it could work. Do you want to just write um, it in the grid so we can okay. tell you if it's okay or not? Sure. I'd like to bring you guys down with me. I think it's okay based on the definition. I just read, and frankly, I think it would fit. I'll put it in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. How's that look? Um. Oh, yeah, that's cute. It just Mike, means a white guy. Mike was worried. <laughs> gringo. I like gringo. That's cute. Which, according to the uh, definition people, is a person, especially an American, who is not Hispanic or Latino. Which yep. I'm not. I guess I fit the mold there. Yeah. 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 You're a gringo. <laughs> well, Plinko made me think of gringo. Hmm. I'd like to call him like Lieutenant Gringo. Here we go. <laughs> Are you in a, do you have some kind of side bet to make this name as long as possible? Okay. One thing we know is we hate Mighty Mike. We hate it and we want it to die. And that's the only one that has a sounder. Perfect. <laughs> I know, I know. You might have to start turning it down again, Mike, okay. and then just let Donna and I say whatever your name is for that day. Yes. I like Gringo. I added it to Bugsy, Schlotsky, Plinko, and Quizno. Schlotsky's pretty good, too. Maybe I, I like that. Maybe I pull it down, and then you just pull off the list one of the names each day. We can that's, do that. a, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, red states and blue states have only been that way since 2000. Really? Before that... The Republicans were generally blue and the Democrats red. So, like, think of the election map, red mm. states, blue states. Right. They used to be different. The opposite. Opposite. Fascinating. In the Mexican city of Washington. <laughs> we'll leave now. We'll come back. Mike has a uh, dirt alert coming up next. Oh, and then some more on Pamela Anderson and Tim Allen next.